Sylvia's mother says Sylvia's packing. She's gonna be leaving today. Sylvia's mother says Sylvia's marrying a fella down Galveston way. Sylvia's mother says, please don't say nothing to make her start crying and stay dead. The operator says 40 cents more for the next three minutes. I used to hate those operators. <laughs> I can still remember. Remember being at a payphone when you actually had yeah. coinage? Yeah. And they'd get on and say, you need to deposit. another." And then if you were really desperate, like either you had the money and you're fumbling around for it, or if you're really desperate, you just walk away from the payphone. Wow. Do you know how many marriages I, I managed to duck out of? <laughs> because, you know. <laughs> because why? She needed more money. <laughs> and I, I, but, 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 but. And that was it. Oh, I see. I'm so sorry. Yep, we've been disconnected. There's something I, yeah. something I really... And breaking up was always hard on a phone. Yeah. Okay. That's but, not but, the way to But you wait and, and you drag it out. Something I really want to tell you. Yeah, yeah. Please, Please deposit. deposit. <laughs> it's gone. Nice. Thank you. Oh, I like your message. Bye-bye. Yeah, yep. that's, that's great. Oh, perfect. <laughs> and there you have it. That's why I don't Class get Father's Day cards. That. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so much makes yep, so yep. much more Says sense Says a lot, now. doesn't it? Yeah, 807 it is the time. Um, not a bad morning this morning. Yeah, I was going to say happy Monday it morning. 37 out yes, when I got and up. the sun is out. Yep, yep. It's, yeah. Um, the bluebirds are singing. They are? I don't know, maybe. Oh, okay. Um, it looks like um, highs today, um, Merrimack County, uh, Sullivan County, 50... Between 55 and 60. Sure. Uh, that's that's yeah. okay. Yeah, we're making progress, Could people. be some showers tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a morning shower. But tomorrow, mm-hmm. highs 60. <gasps> mm-hmm. So we're all going to be running outside because we are still eh, in the sweet spot. Yeah. Where you've got warmer temperatures and the black flies have not quite. I know. Really it, it, enjoy it. Yeah. But I'm Descended looking. On I'm us. looking uh, at the week. Uh, today, 57, 58, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, 61 tomorrow. Uh, 60 on Wednesday. Love it. Uh, a shower possibly. Yep. Thursday, mostly cloudy showers, but uh, 57 degrees. Mm-hmm. Friday, partly sunny, warmer, 61. And here's the service I'm going to provide to you and all the listeners. I will not put away all my winter clothes because you know that the minute I do, it's going to then turn cold again. So don't put your sweaters away. Just stay the course until we're safe. Treat them like you treat your Christmas lights. (laughs) Oh, that irritates me so much. Don't don't take them down. That's okay. Take them down in August. Yeah. Why? Just to put them back up. Yeah. Yeah, don't, Don't bother. Don't bother. That's, that's all right. No. Um, big day yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeannie and I actually got out. Yeah, we did. We never. We got let out of the house. We, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We never get out. Yeah. Um, got to uh, got to hang with uh, I, I, what I think uh, some of the best folks in the state. Mm-hmm. Uh, New Hampshire Army National Guard uh, over at the uh, 
Army Aviation Support Facility um, on Regional Drive in Concord. Uh, There was a Purple Heart ceremony uh, for uh, five soldiers. Uh, Charlie Company, 3rd Battalion, uh, 238th Medevac Unit um, from injuries that were sustained um, a few years back in Iraqi action. And uh, just a nice, straightforward ceremony. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, no no bells and whistles. No, um, it wasn't dripping in, in sentimentality. Sentiment. Yeah. You know, it wasn't. <laughs> it was a straightforward military uh, recognition. Absolutely. And, yep. and Respectful, yeah. giving them honor, yep. but just straightforward. And yep. Yep. It was. And they didn't dawdle. Yeah. Typical military efficiency. Yeah. yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Yes. Thank you for attending. Yes. It's so. not like going to a graduation where you're there for, <sighs> yeah. and I mean a regular graduation, because honestly, the military graduation that I attended, mm. that was also very precise. Oh, it it's like on target, on point, you're in, you're yeah. out, they say the appropriate things, and boom. Well, remember, I was telling you, uh, I've emceed a bunch of those events, mm-hmm. and <laughs> we're supposed to start. Yeah. At two o'clock. Yes. And one of the members of the CODEL, the congressional delegation, wasn't there. Right. And I said, hell with them. We're going yeah. now. Right. That's and, how this works. And the, yep. the, the captain looked at me and went, okay. Yep. I was like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. I'm a civilian. We're going. Right. And right. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. And they respect that. Sure. It's like, you know, oh, you civilians, come on. Yeah. You know, we got, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. So, yes. No, no. And uh, uh, somebody who who is going to get no props out of this, except for you and I, um, Sergeant Victoria Cantalupo sang the national anthem. She was amazing. Her voice. I'm thinking, where is that coming from? It was powerful. It was smooth. She was. She was (laughs) tiny. And then this voice just, I was going to say explode, but it didn't explode out of her. That was controlled. Acapella. Excellent. Acapella. She she was amazing. Amazing. Which is a hard song to sing. Anyway, uh-huh. yes, uh, but it's that one that gives you chills, and it's and to start off, she nailed it. Yeah, she, she did. nailed it. Yep. yep. So, Sergeant Victoria Cantalupo, mm-hmm. uh, congratulations. Yeah, and, and good it, job. It, it's again why the reason we were there was to honor soldiers that were injured. Absolutely. So you don't go woo yeah. play ball, yeah. you know, <laughs> but you wanted to. Yeah, it was like. Damn, girl, that was good. Yeah. And it, yeah. you wanted, but you, but you couldn't. But it stirs those goosebumps in you, yeah. and you've got all the yeah. uh, military folks in their uniforms standing around you. It just it, it just brings you to a new level mm. of um, awe and yeah. respect. No, it was it was wonderful. Mm. And um, um, let's see, I was uh, at the deployment ceremony for the 197th the week before, um, and uh, Senator Hassan, uh, was there, and uh, uh, Chris Pappas, uh, Congressman Pappas, was there. Um, yesterday, um, neither uh, Gene, Shaheen, or Maggie were in attendance, uh, but Ann Custer was there, and uh, Chris Pappas. We got to chat with right. both of them, Yep. and both of them said, oh, yeah, no, we'll come on the radio. Talk to Jeannie, not me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'll ease their way yeah, in, yeah, and then yeah, you can be, yeah. yeah, the hammer. Annie's going, no, no, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, fine, Annie, how are you? So uh, it was good to catch up with those yeah. folks. But, and I, I, you know, whether you voted for them or not, um, is uh, to me is irrelevant. The fact that there are always a lot of things that Congress people, senators can be doing, mm-hmm. but the fact that they show up at a military function like this, yes, you got to give that them, speaks volumes. You, you got to yep. give it to them. Absolutely, uh, you may not give it to them when they vote other things, and I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, believe me, I am. But when I 
uh, when I throw on a suit and tie on a Sunday. <laughs> and you look spiffy in that suit and tie. I think that I, needs to be the new I, morning I clean show up. I clean attire. Up um, thank you. Uh, you look you look pretty fabulous yourself. Thank that you. was good. Thank you. I didn't think that the, the patchwork on the jeans would yeah. play. Well, I, I had my best stitchery and my have, best patches. The embroidery was yep. awesome. Yep. Um, but yeah, the fact that uh, uh, both uh, Chris Pappison and Custer showed up, um, yep. It, it, you know, it, like I said, it may not offset um, what you think about some of their voting. Uh, I, I'm not going to argue that, but give them props that they did show up and they made respectful, short, mm-hmm. respectful presentations. Absolutely. So yep, meaningful. That, that, that was good. And uh, yeah, I got to catch up with a whole bunch of folks mm-hmm. uh, yesterday, which was uh, which was a blast. Yeah, um, always always a good time. Yep. So, um, congratulations uh, to uh, the um, it was Chief Warrant Officer Three, uh, Jonathan Shallow, uh, Sergeant Jackson McWade, Sergeant Jacob Bauman, Specialist Sarah Doiron, and Specialist Cayo Campos uh, were the uh, awardees of the uh, Purple Hearts. Uh, they were all uh, with Charlie Company, 3rd Battalion, 238th. Um, and it was for actions sustained um, um, in uh, Iraq. Uh, it was uh, January, uh, Jan- January 7th. It was January 7th, yep. Al Assad Air Base, Iraq. Um, 1.32 in the morning on the 8th, the initial missile impact was heard and seen less than 500 yards from the shelter the soldiers were located in. Moments later, a missile impacted a structure a mere 100 yards from the sheltering soldiers. The impact caused metal shrapnel and concrete debris to be blasted over a 500-yard radius with an additional shockwave that damaged the housing units. The shockwave from the blast caused traumatic brain injuries to the soldiers sheltered near the blast due to their sustained wounds and their sacrifice to the nation. The awardees are being presented the Purple Heart. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, again, uh, the soldiers just stood up. Yeah. And were pinned by uh, the Adjutant General of the uh, New Hampshire National Guard, David Michaletis, um, Major General Michaletis, and uh, did just exactly that. Yeah. And then went back into the ranks and bang. Yep. So, but it's, I don't care, you know, whether you're pro-military, neutral, to see New Hampshire's men and women there, and it just, yeah, it, it makes, it, if you don't feel something, you're missing, you're, right, yeah. you're missing a gene yep. there somewhere, kids. And honestly, even just walking down the hallway to get to the venue, mm. you're seeing all the images of, you know, the Blackhawk helicopters and some of the, you know, just it starts stirring you just even as you're walking in. And then you see all the soldiers. Yep. Um, it, it just, yeah, it, it does get to and, you. And all the times I've been involved over the years, I encourage people. I don't care if you know anybody who's deploying, who's returning home, who's being... You know, show up mm-hmm. just show up to be part of it so you see um some of the imagery the pageantry uh you, you see it and those are our kids right it puts a face yeah to what's really our happening. sons and daughters yeah. or moms and dads yeah. or, or whatever our community people yeah. yeah exactly i mean it's it's new hampshire mm-hmm. we hear enough crap going on in the world and so to recognize our own it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of cool yeah it is and chances are you're gonna be there you're going Hey, I know you. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize. Yeah, you. yeah, yeah. It's it's one of those things. So New Hampshire's just a big little community. It is. You know, it really. That's is. what we love about it. Yep. Um, kind of a busy morning this morning. Yeah, it is. So uh, that's okay. So we're gonna uh, take a break and be back on the other side. Why did you write the date? Because uh, there are times that you and I will get so far ahead in our schedule, we're like, wait. 
what date are we on? Remember, when I first started out in radio and I was reading newscasts, mm-hmm. I wrote out, hi, I'm Jeannie Lester. So that I would remember my, because once no, you start rolling I, I along, it is good to have it in print. So if I hadn't put Monday, April 11th, would you realize that this is <laughs> right, right, right? Today in the news. Oh, man. But, but you know, right. when you get going, yeah, because your mind is usually two or three hours ahead, two or three days ahead. So to well, have that visual reminder of where we are right well, now. Well, speaking of that, yeah. somebody sent me a, a thing. Okay. And we'll use this going into the break. Okay. As I left the hardware store the other day, I was fumbling for my car keys and couldn't find them. They weren't in my pocket. Suddenly, I realized I must have left them in the car. Frantically, I headed for the parking lot. My wife has scolded me many times for leaving the keys in the car's ignition. She's afraid the car is going to be stolen. As I looked around the parking lot, I realized, oh, Lord, she was right. The parking lot was empty. I immediately called the police, gave them my location, confessed I had left the keys in the car and had been stolen. Then I made the most difficult call of my life to my wife. (laughs) I left the keys in the car and it's been stolen. There was a moment of silence. I thought the call had been disconnected. Then I heard her voice saying, are you kidding me? I dropped you off. (laughs) I love it. Embarrassed, I said, well, then come and get me. She said, I will as soon as I can convince this cop I didn't steal your damn car. (laughs) That's what getting old is all about, kids. Right there. Oh, it is. We'll be back. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. I don't think you're going to talk especially for you. Okay. Well, walk up to the mic and then I shake my head. I take a deep breath and put a snout on my lip. See me on the street, you wouldn't know my name. But imitating Elvis is my claim to fame. So when you put my imitation name in life, she'll be imitation to the rockin' tonight. Cause I'm an Elvis imitator and I just can't stop. Imitating Elvis on the bottom to the top. Imitating the way you talk, with smile. I throw away my scarf and make the crowd go wild. Cause imitation Elvis may not be the pain, but maybe I'm the next best thing. Sing me and me without my saddle shoes i love it elvis imitator that's uh freddie and the fish sticks um because the guy didn't put his real name out it was actually jimmy buffett and the coral reefer band that is doing so elvis impersonator and, and he does a long put a smile on my lip <laughs> sounded like elvis Snarl of my lip. That was pretty good. <laughs> love it. That love was... it. Yeah, that is unexpected from Jimmy Buffett, well, I gotta that's say. That's why you like because to put it out key. there every once yeah. in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Buffett can't, he's not a great singer. No. And he admits it. Right. He's good, but he's, he's like, he's built this just, you know. He's a great song. He, he's done some great songwriting. Yeah. Uh, some really good songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in his later career, uh, I mean, uh, when he tied up with Alan Jackson, five o'clock somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, boom! He had a yeah. number one hit. Yep, and exactly. Like, I've never had a number You're one right. hit. He can't. He can't no. really carry a tune. No, he but can't. He was clever enough to build this, and I don't know if the what the word is that I'm looking for genre or I mean, his own. I mean, he's like iconic. He yep. built his own little segment of music entertainment yeah, oh yeah. that has a cult following all its own. Well, and and if you've ever been to a Buffett concert, and Lord, I've been to a ton of them. <laughs> um, which also surprises me. For what? Because you, you're not... Oh, I love Buffett. You're not what I would consider a typical Buffett fan. Mm-hmm. Because you're country music, you're outdoor, pickup truck kind of guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just... No, no. It, you know, uh, you're a I'm multifaceted individual you are. Okay, now back up. Yeah. Drinks. <laughs> Drinks. 
yeah. Peaches. Yeah. Women. Oh, <laughs> Hello. oh yeah. Hello. I guess I missed the yeah, whole yeah, combination. Jeez okay. Louise. Oops. We, we got to talk, girl. <laughs> yeah. um, but the thing is, I mean, you'll see doctors um, there in the shirts that uh, some people say looks like a parrot threw up on them. <laughs> you know, those, yeah. those Hawaiian print shirts. Sure. Uh, you see six-year-old kids sure. singing Come Monday. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Yeah. Uh, so multi-generations are yeah. all singing Margaritaville. Right. Uh, he went to Paris, uh, one particular harbor, blah, 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 blah. It's like, uh, and one of his albums uh, was Songs You um, songs you Know by Heart. Mm. It's true. Okay. Uh, he's never had a number one hit yeah. until Alan Jackson, Five O'Clock Somewhere. But uh, yeah, you, you know all Jimmy's songs. Sure, uh, sure. Changes in attitudes, changes in yeah, latitudes. Yeah. Cheeseburger, Cheeseburger in paradise. paradise. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, but they're just fun songs. Yeah. And uh, it's interesting to see all the generationals there. It's like, wow. But yeah, I saw I've seen them in Boston Garden, uh, Foxborough, Fenway Park, um, hmm. which was seeing Buffett at second base yeah. set up. And it's like, this is weird. Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. this is so weird. Yep. But, um, it's, it was, yeah, he can't sing, but who cares? Yeah, I know. People don't seem to care. I mean, yeah. I, I saw the Beach Boys early in their career, and then I saw them later. Yeah. They couldn't carry a note in a bucket, but, but we, we filled in the high notes. Exactly. Doesn't matter. Yep, yep. you're there for the nostalgia, there. for we'll, what we we'll, know. We'll hit the high notes. Don't sure. worry about it. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. So it is all good. Yeah. Um, something um, kind of a downer uh, today, but sorry. Okay. Uh, I am going to mention this. Uh, but we were talking about the military and uh, um, in another um, another incarnation um, on a different radio station, um, I was talking uh, one day about the uh, the uh, submarine down in Portsmouth. Oh, uh, yeah, the uh, Albacore. Thank you. And um, uh, there's a gentleman who called, and he was a uh, submariner, mm-hmm. and I started talking about the Thresher. Okay. Oh, yeah. Wow. Let me tell you, if you're a submariner, um, you do not mention the Thresher lightly mm-hmm. because they uh, have friends mm-hmm. that went down on the Thresher mm-hmm. and it, because it's a very tight family. Um, but, yeah, it was um, um, April 10th back in 1963, um, 200 miles off the Cape, 129 men. Um went uh, the worst nuclear submarine disaster in U.S. history. And um, um, I, I remember seeing, um, uh, it's about two years ago, a federal judge ordered the Navy to start releasing documents about two years ago. And I remember reading some of the documents and uh, wow. Hmm. Um, and, and some were just released December of last year. And um, it is... Uh, um, a tragedy by by any stretch, and if you were in the Navy, um, Portsmouth Naval Shipyard, you know, a huge community, uh, you were touched by it, mm. and and all these years later, um, people. I mean, we're talking sixty years after the fact. Sure. Um, people still um, don't want to talk about it. So um, yeah, the, the, um, just it is part of it is part of our history, and again, uh, if you did have friends. Um, or, or new people involved with the Thresher, thoughts uh, thoughts are with you as well. But uh, tough, tough story. And it's one of those, because we are not involved in that kind of family. Right. We don't necessarily get it, but 
for those who were all these years later, mm -hmm. 60, 70 years later, they're mm -hmm. still, it still stings. Like, wow. So I just wanted to acknowledge that. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to take a, uh, a quick break and we'll be back on the other side. I think we're going to catch up with uh, Caitlin. Yeah, right. Caitlin Cristiano. All right. Battle of the Bands coming up. That was good. You're so talented. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. wow. Wow, wow, wow. Speaking of talented, we're looking for talented people. Well, we're not, but our next guest is. And boy, I'll tell you, I, I guess there's a lot out there. We have the program manager for Black River Innovation Campus. And Caitlin, are you still exec director of Springfield Chamber of Commerce? I'm not, actually. Thank you for asking. I left in September and uh, shifted my attentions over to Brick uh, in the fall of last year. Okay, so you're still busy. I'm still busy, and yeah, we still regularly uh, collaborate with the chamber, and I'm still, you know, very much a part of that circle. But uh, yeah, now I'm up on uh, on the Brick campus. Whew, man, I'll tell you, you're a busy girl. <laughs> I feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, good to have you back. So give us a progress report. How's stuff going on the Battle of the Bands? Things are going great. We're so excited. We've had just uh, an incredible number of entries in both the school category and the garage band and solo artist category from all across the counties of southern vermont and southwest new hampshire that are our contest region unbelievable amount of talent first of all i'm just blown away and uh yeah so last week we were in our our uh, judges voting period and our three judges who are uh ali t stevens blanchard from the conniption fits and emily van leone local celebrity musicians uh, weighed in with their votes, and it was such a close race that they were able to select uh, three semifinalists per category, and then we decided to open up to the public and get people's input to uh, find two more groups to move on to the semifinals. So wow. it's been pretty exciting, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, so what, what's going on this week? So this week, right now, we are in the public voting period. Okay. So we're giving uh, folks an opportunity to weigh in with their votes, and uh, we're looking for people to give us their give us their favorites so that we can figure out uh, one more group for the school category and one more group for uh, the garage solo category to advance to the semifinals. So where do where do the public go to weigh in on this? Yes, great question. Thank you. So if if people want to go to our website brickvt.org forward slash botb, which is Battle of the Bands, um, you can find the links. Spell it, spe spell it out, Caitlin, so people... Yeah, thank you. Uh, brick, B-R-I-C-V-T dot O-R-G forward slash B-O-T-B. Okay. And you can, also, you can also get to it from our main uh, homepage, but that's the landing page for the contest, and there you will find link for the SoundCloud playlist, so you can listen to all the amazing tracks from the various schools and individual team musicians that have uh, entered. And then you'll find a, a link, a button, where you can go on to the voting form and submit, submit your votes. 
rock your vote, as we say. <laughs> wow, wow, yeah. Man, oh man. Okay, so, you know, um, here's your chance. Get involved. Support your kiddos. And what a fun thing to do, honestly, to listen to kind of some of the, the talent that's out there and, and to be involved in it and it just gets you kind of caught up in the whole contest aspect and gets you excited when maybe the person you're voting for or the the band that you're voting for is uh, going further yeah it's it's i'm i'm actually surprised at how excited i am myself i just you know i was so busy planning and trying to get everything pulled together that when the entry started rolling in it just it really became real and uh there's been some really fun ones. We've got, uh, there's a, I think there's a, you know, well, I shouldn't be biased, but there's a, there's a really fun uh, school category one that kind of was out of left field. We've got an incredible representation of a wide range of music in the, in the garage band solo artist category. Just, just a huge variety. So it's just awesome to see what these kids are capable of and, you know, what the, you know, what resonates with them. So we're really just absolutely blown away by, by everything that's come in for entries. So, so in the process, I'm thinking about the timeline. So we're doing some voting this week. Then what happens? Yes, right. Well, as we're we're inventing the plane, as we, we're, we're building the plane as we fly it. So we've been uh, <laughs> adjusting our time frame as we go along to make sure we can fit everything in and make sure it's working well for everyone. So um, the voting is now open, and that's open through Tuesday tomorrow at midnight. So mm-hmm. people have all of today and all of tomorrow to get their votes in. Uh, once we get those results, we're going to... Uh, compile that, figure out who the two other groups are that are going to the semis. We'll make an announcement, and then those eight groups will be invited to create videos for round two. And then, um, so I got to get the details around exactly when that deadline is going to be, but we're going to post information about that. People can follow uh, our Brick Battle of the Bands Facebook page to stay in the loop. That's probably the best place to. Uh, you know, stay up on the timeline details, but we'll make, you know, major announcements uh, when it comes to that. And uh, the hope is get those videos in and, uh, you know, then we'll have another judging round and another uh, public voting opportunity. And uh, once we have our grand prize winners, we'll start scheduling them for uh, their session recordings in uh, the Brick Multimedia Studio and uh, still uh, planning for a in-person concert hopefully to be in our auditorium at Black River Innovation Campus in Springfield. And we're uh, nailing down the dates for that, but it'll be um, probably end of May, early June. That is so cool. You know what else I think is probably going to happen as this, even starting now, as the entries are being kind of voted on and people are are tuning in, I think it's just going to inspire more and more bands or more artists to start preparing for next year and and to want to be involved in the next one that goes on. Exactly. I really hope so. I think, you know, we kind of did this whole thing kind of flying by the seat of our pants here this year. We thought, what the heck, you know, we've been in a pandemic for two years. Let's just go for it. And uh, so it's been a lot of fun just kind of, you know, making it up as we go along. But it's going to be incredible, I think, to give people an opportunity to prepare for it and know about it and move into next year's contest. you know, with so much time to prepare and, and be creative. And uh, yeah, I mean, we're just, we couldn't be more excited. Well, that's what I was wondering, because when we first talked to you, it's like, well, you know, we're fine by the seat of our pants. We don't know how many people are going to come out. We hope it's going to yeah. work. Now we're hearing, oh my God, we've got nine schools and 15 garage bands. And, uh, uh, so now, are even though you might not think about it, are you really starting to say, okay, this is what we're going to do differently next year? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I tend to be... Um, 
pretty meticulous with the way I plan for things, knowing that nothing ever goes according to plan. But I like yeah. to take as much <laughs> feedback as I can get from people. I take everyone's suggestions and ideas. I put that all down into my notes and uh, make sure that we're taking into consideration, you know, everything that we've learned for the coming year. Uh, and, you know, because we're making it up, we can make changes as needed to, you know, to to keep people excited and to do what works for, for everyone. So, um, yeah, that's part of what I enjoy about the process is, you know, refining that and uh, figuring out ways to make the contest even better as we go forward. I think it's great. So, um, obviously, uh, you're going to keep us in the loop on this, right? Yes, absolutely, if you'll have me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for oh, sure. A- absolutely. <laughs> this is a fun thing to talk about. And uh, as Peter is often uh, want to say, your passion for it and your excitement about it is contagious. Well, thank you, thank you so much. I appreciate it. It's hard to it's hard to hold back my excitement with uh, just you know <laughs> what incredible results you've seen. Sure. No, I I think it's great, and you're getting other people excited about it. Like, what what, what is this? Man, yeah. she's jacked. I got to find out about this. Yeah, I so. honestly feel like the momentum is just going to keep building and building. Yep. Yep. No, I think it's great. So, uh, is that an actual little bumper sticker? Um, Black River Innovation Campus presents Battle of the Bands 2022. Boy, I like the sound of that. I'm going to have to get my team on that. Uh, I was right going to say. Well, I mean, I was I was looking at it, and it's like, that's a oh, spiffy-looking bumper sticker if be. it is. Absolutely. I love you, it. You're going to put it. Peter on your marketing uh, effort. Hell, I throw, <laughs> there you go. I throw yeah, it on my yeah, truck, yeah, you yeah. know? We want T-shirts. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> love it. That's cool. All right. Well, um, Caitlin, uh, yeah, keep us in the loop. Call back. Let us know what's shaking. And uh, especially, uh, okay, we... we there are some New Hampshire bands. I gotta, you know, nothing against Vermont, but I gotta, I gotta be loyal here to the New Hampshire crowd, you know. I know, and I know it's so exciting. We've got representation from all seven counties that are in the contest region, so we're really excited to see that much participation. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's been totally wild, and uh, we just we're thrilled. No, and I, I sincerely hope that the the, the band or the uh, school entries with the best talent win from New Hampshire. Um, but I, I don't I don't want to skew anything, yeah. all right? So uh, we'll see what yeah, happens. You can see how very carefully neutral he remains. Oh, yeah. I'm not neutral. Oh, my vote could be bought. Hello? Uh, <laughs> um, but, yeah. Certainly it's not a subjective process, and there's no bias involved anywhere. <laughs> so. All right, Caitlin, we will catch up with you again and let us know how it's going. Fantastic. Thank you so much. You guys have a great day. All right, you too. You too. Bye-bye. Caitlin Bye. Christiana, uh, Battle of the Bands. And again, you can go to brick, B-R-I-C-V-T dot org, um, uh, front slash B-O-T-B for Battle of the Bands. And, uh, yep, you can vote on it. And, um, you know, if you're, obviously, if you're Vermonters over Springfield, you're, you're pulling for the Green Mountain folks. <clears throat> New Hampshire. Well, maybe oh. you won't even, you know, yeah. just set that all aside and just tune into the talent yeah. and really yeah. who you feel is the best. So, that, yeah. It's cool. Yeah. It, it, it actually is, cool. It is That is a fun is thing. Fun. But uh, Windsor, uh, Windsor, Wyndham, Orange, Rutland, Bennington counties in Vermont, Grafton, Sullivan, Cheshire, New Hampshire, love all it. represented. Love so, it. yay, yeah, yay, yeah, yay. Yeah, I love yeah, it. Yeah. Okay, 844, taking a break. Back with Moa after this. My little sandy town She spent the summer there A couple houses down 
tell you, you want to go back to childhood, look up Jake Owens, The One That Got Away. <laughs> a great song. And uh, it's about this kid, uh, he and his friends, they, uh, they were 13 maybe, yep. Yep. riding their bikes, and some family comes in for the summer. And there's a tall, strawberry blonde, and they kind of fall for each other. Mm-hmm. And then she goes away at the end of the summer. Mm. And he doesn't catch up with her. Yeah. And he says, to this day, she's the one that broke my heart. Aww. She's the one that got away. Aww. It's a great, it, it really is. And I think of Elaine, um, my, the mm-hmm. one that got away from me. Oh. And yeah, that was okay. right there. Wow. And just uh, Jake Owen, the guy that did uh, Eight Second Ride, um, uh, real wailing guitar, <laughs> good good stuff. But this one is, um, um, I don't always. Somebody wrote, uh, I don't always play the song, but when I do, my neighbors hear it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Okay, yeah. it's, it's one yeah, of those songs. <laughs> but you, you go back to your first love when you were 10, 11, 12, 13, whatever, fourteen, and it's like, oh, I remember that. <laughs> it was, you know, that was great. And he captures it really well. Mm. The one that got away. Kind of a cute song. News Talk 99.7 WNTK. AM 1490, FM 98.9 WUVR. Uh, I wish we had Maura on this morning. Maura McCann from uh, New Hampshire Lottery. Okay. Uh, Because she would, she would, uh, I'm sure she knows the story, but I saw the story uh, over the weekend and uh, just chuckled. You know the one? Yes, I do. The California woman (laughs) who won $10 million after pressing the wrong button on a machine (laughs) while buying a ticket after some, quote, rude person bumped into her. (laughs) Uh, uh, Apparently, she was in a supermarket, and she inserted $40 into a lottery scratch machine, and she was bumped by a stranger, which caused her to accidentally select a $30 200-time scratcher ticket, left her irritated. When she returned to her car, she started to scratch the ticket and realized she'd won $10 million. <laughs> she became less irritated. Yeah. Yeah, um, Yeah. she wanted to buy something else. Um, and uh, yeah. uh, she said, I didn't believe it. I got on the 405 freeway and kept looking down, almost crashed the car. And she said, I pulled over, looked at it again and again and again and scanned it. Kept on thinking, this can't be right. No, now she's going to start a nonprofit and buy a home with her new fortune. She said, I'm still in shock. I'm rich. At the supermarket where she purchased the ticket, they're getting a half a million dollar bonus. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. And so whoever that jerk was. Yeah, that bumped that into Bumped you. into her. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's actually a kind thing to do to, <laughs> to go slam into people. So as you're out doing your errands today, just you could make somebody's day. Just bump into them, jostle them. Yeah, run them off the road. Yeah, she. I, I don't know. She wanted forty dollar tickets or or, or, or four ten dollar tickets. I don't whatever know what, it was. Whatever she, she was wanted. trying to do. Instead, yeah. she got a thirty dollar yeah. ticket. It's yeah. like, oh, you jerk. See, some of the best things come out of mistakes, like the chocolate chip cookie. You and me. Oh. Oh. What? Well, that too. That was chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> they were trying to. They put the little bits of oh, chocolate yeah. to try to make the whole cookie chocolate. It didn't work because it didn't distribute throughout the batter. It didn't melt the way they thought it would. Yep. And voila, well, and, the chocolate chip cookie and, was born. And spam. See? You take no. all those parts and spam put Spam is an accident. <laughs> like nuclear accidents are something different, spam. which is what spam is. That's like the cleanup you're, from... You're never oh going to give me spam, no. are you? No, no.
Absolutely not. No, it makes no sense. That weird slime on the top. And again, <laughs> no slime on the top. You know exactly. You can picture it when I say that. You roll back that weird metal aluminum top to it, and there's a layer of gelatinous ooze oh, on word. the. Thank you. I've been practicing. Oh, that was good. On the top of that weird can of compressed meat. It is like. What is the, uh, is it press board? What, what is that? Yeah. Ch- okay. Yeah. That's what it Same is. Way. It's the chipboard press board well, of meat. Said. So they put stuff together and went, damn, this is good. <sighs> no, no. Same thing happens if you buy canned dog food, right? You get that gelatinous ooze on the top. It looks very much the same. My dogs you love it. You could interchange. I'm sure they do. <laughs> yeah. Not sure I'd be quick to eat that same well, stuff. Well, it's dog food. It's not genie food. Neither is spam. Oh, yes, it is. No, 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 no. I haven't tried spam with my dogs. I'm sure they'd love it. I bet they would turn their nose up at it. I doubt it. Uh, they drink water out of their toilet bowl. And Hello? still, yeah. Uh, the U.S. Marshals, they are on a roll. Yeah, they are. Uh, they are busy. Man, uh, they they um, got last week's Fugitive of the Week mm-hmm. already. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nailed. Uh, Tia Jean Reed. Um Parole violations. Um, she was uh, um, had uh, convicted and sentenced for sale of fentanyl. Uh, apparently, they got tips uh, last uh, Wednesday, Thursday, mm-hmm. pointing to a residence uh, in Alexandria, um, and they uh, initially checked the residence and uh, located another individual with multiple warrants, but not her. A second search of the residence, uh, they found a bookcase in a bedroom, which. Had, uh, if you moved the bookcase, there was a secret room behind the bookcase. Yeah. Oh, no way. Yeah, yep. And they found her in that small little hiding space, and she surrendered prior to getting apprehended by the canine that was on scene. I love that they found her even in a secret room. At least she was more clever than, you know, just hiding under the bed or in the shower. Mm-hmm. Secret room is pretty clever, but they still found her. Well, and I, I will tell you a quick story, because yep. uh, I know we're going to run out of time. Yeah, we are. Um there was, uh, there was, uh, I call them scary shows, um, like ghost adventures mm-hmm. on, on the paranormal. Uh, kind yeah, of yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, those things. Okay. And um, um, Rhonda said uh, one day, she said, "Hey, um, they're they're at a house in Maine, in the town you grew up in." <laughs> and I went, "What?" And I came from the other room. I'm looking at it, going, "Yeah." Uh-huh. And then they did a pan back, and I went, oh, that was my aunt's house. Stop it. And I'm like, oh, yeah. That's where she saw a ghost. And the place had many spirits in it. And I said, oh, yeah. And um, behind the fireplace, uh, there was a fireplace in the living room. And then you'd walk around to the fireplace, and, and there was a den. Move the bookcase, and there was a hidden room Scary. in there. And I said, oh, yeah, yeah. And she said, really? I said, yep. And I walked away. Five minutes later, she calls me and goes, hey, look. Walk back in. Yep, they're moving the bookcase, and there's the secret room that we hid. I said, yep, that's the place. Just very matter of fact to you. The house was built in like 1754. Wow. uh, And for Indian attack, they would would move the, um, and it was a long driveway. Uh, I mean, abnormally long driveway, like, uh, um, I don't know, maybe 200 yards. Okay. uh, Dirt road. Wow. And you could see a woman standing waiting for her, her husband who had gone in the militia to fight mm. and she was standing there in the window uh yeah and, ah, and uh creepy. my aunt um um 
was sitting in the house one night and her husband was, he was in sales and he was somewhere cross country. And she was sitting in the living room and she heard a noise and she looked up and there was one wall that there used to be a doorway that went from the living room into one of the bedrooms, but that had been plastered up and wallpapered over. Mm -hmm. Standing where the, in where the door was, was an outline of a woman mm. in, in a gown. And she kind of looked at the woman and the woman looked at her and then disappeared. She went to the library the next day and she said, who used to own that house? And they said, oh, that was Mrs. Graham. I'm like, oh, when did she pass? Oh, about 15 years ago. Um, did she look like, and she described her to a T and they went, yeah, that's her. She sold the house. She <laughs> Didn't said, she honestly? She, 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 wow. Yeah, she she's went, like, done, I'm done. Done. Yeah. I am not staying here. Wow. Yeah. I wow. said, yeah, I know that house. And we went up there looking for ghosts. We didn't see him. No uh, kidding. But yeah, she, uh, yeah, her husband was in Oregon, uh, way across the country. She's sitting in this haunted house all alone. She went, done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, never mind. How much never you got? Mind. 200 bucks? It's yours. Yeah. I'm out of here. Oh, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. And I forgot about the house. And all of a sudden, 30 years later, I see it on TV going, Whoa. yeah, that's the house. Yeah. Kind of cool. You're listening to Ghost <laughs> Stories with Peter. Wow. Yeah, but I didn't see any. Other, yeah. other people. I, I think that's enough. Other what people did see them. Is, yeah, I'm I thought sure. it was kind of cool. I'm sure. We got news on the way. Going to be back on the other side. We have more guests coming in. So stick around. Bars yeah, and, you know, hang out at a recording studio <laughs> yeah, at the farm. Lay down some jams. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know I, I, she's she's just such a little butterfly. I don't like her. Cheryl Crow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, she she was uh, an item with Kid Rock. Mm -hmm. uh, had a hit song, then she dumped him. Yeah. And then she was with Eric Clapton for a while. Yeah. And she dumped him. Yeah. And. Then all of a sudden, uh, at the George Strait retirement gig, yeah, she's up on stage with Miranda Lambert and Faith Hill singing country. I'm like, what? What? You little chameleon? No. Well, isn't that somewhat typical of 
<laughs> of performers. I mean, they kind of morph from one genre to the next and one <laughs> love interest to the next. I don't think that's really highly unusual. You seem like you're taking this personally. Yeah, I am. I was she your? Like was she your first love? Was she like oh, no. the girl oh, no, next God. door? And oh God, no. You're Nancy upset? Sinatra. No. no. I don't think you actually. You know the the, the Nancy Sinatra <laughs> song that I love. Is the one that you introduced me to. These boots are made for walking, yeah, right? Yeah. Isn't that her? Yeah, love right. that. Yeah. And there's something about that weirdo beat there. Ning, 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 yeah, ning. Yeah, I yeah. love it. Yeah. And oh. her and we'll Lee Hazel were doing Jackson, which what? I like. Jackson. Oh, I'm going to Jackson. Johnny Cash and June Carter Cash did Jackson. Yeah. And then yeah. I don't know. I yeah. only like that one song. Yeah, okay. All right. But I just I'm not a huge Cheryl Crow fan. Okay. So, so. Right. even though I did like that song. Again, you seem like it. It seems very personal to you. So we won't we won't mess with it. That's okay. Okay. That's all right. All right. Um, Tiger Woods, uh, impressive Masters. Uh, he didn't he didn't do well at all, mm. uh, but uh, he played all seventy two holes. Uh, first two rounds uh, were not ideal, uh, but he made the cut, which which was huge. Sure. Uh, finished thirteen over par toward the um, back of the pack, but um, the fact that he made it. The pro golf tour is thrilled because everybody's going to watch because yeah. Tiger's there. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. And it's like, okay, first round he shot a seventy-one, put him one under, one under par for the day. Wow. Second round seventy-four, still he was one over par going into the third round, but then not. Uh, uh, but he hadn't been playing for seventeen months. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So um, a little warm up for him. Yeah, he, he said he'd never play a full golf schedule again. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, maybe it'll just be the big events. I, I don't know. Um, but he's thrilled that uh, um, he made it as far as he could. Um, and he walked. That's apparently. He could swing. He could still swing a club okay. But um, um, he's just one of those people that if he shows up, bing! Yeah. All of a sudden the TV and, and sure. the media and the fans are all there. Good for ratings. Absolutely yeah, yeah, good yeah. for ratings. So. Um, so I you know, wish him well, um, and he's he's one of the fun guys to watch. So, um, but like I said, it didn't didn't do all that well. So, uh, but again, he showed up. Tickets yep. sold. Pro golf made money. So there you go. It's really bottom line. Good. Yep. 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 Nine ten is the uh, is the time. Decent day on tap today. Um, you know, I mean, it's April. April eleventh. So it is. It's not bad. No snow in the forecast. I know it. It's and we've still. <laughs> all right, we don't have Christmas lights up outside, which is again a pet peeve of mine. You, you mean we on. do? No, no. Oh. no. Okay. <laughs> That's even worse. But oh, yes, okay. no, even up. Okay. Um, what's even worse? Maybe we still have the snowblower out front. Like you know, we really need to relocate this, and so we move oh, the snowblower for free. <laughs> Just somebody's going to come out and pick it up. I worry about that. That's why you never put anything real close no. to the Sucker's to the edge gone. of the road. Yeah. yeah. Like, how come people keep stealing my picnic tables and yeah. my patio furniture? Yeah. Well, they think it's free. Free. Take yeah. this. Yeah. 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 No, we've got to we've got to get rid of that snowblower. Put it back into storage. Put the park bench out. It's it's time to do that. It's time to. Get outside and do all and the fun stuff. As soon as stuff. you do it, we're going to have a late season storm. I know. And we're going to blame you. Yeah. Well, even so, even if we did, honestly, you're not going to need to snow blow it. 
No, just wait for it to melt. Exactly. Which you have to wait all of like 10 minutes. So yeah. no, it, it's, we don't need our snow implements anymore. Yeah. When I was uh, back in December, when I was uh, in New Mexico, uh, it snowed. Yes. And I was like, oh, and my buddy was going, yeah, hang on. Okay, it's gone. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, exactly. There you go. Yeah. Didn't have to deal with that nope, for very long. Nope, nope, didn't no. even have to worry about it. So, no, sir. yeah, we're at that that uh, point yep. in the year, so it's, yep. it's all good. Yeah. It is all good, boys and girls. All right. Um, I know Dan's uh, going to swing by uh, this morning, Capital Well, Clean Water mm-hmm. Center. Mm-hmm. And I got to ask him because I saw one of their signs uh, at a house uh, next to a river. Okay. And I'm thinking, that's got to be a no-brainer. Oh, sinking a well right next thing. to the river. Yeah, okay. no, but, no. But I bet it's way more complicated. That's, that's mm-hmm. what I, 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 yeah. I got to ask him. Yeah. Because I remember he's told me, um, he said uh, they've done some um, by uh, Sunapee and some of the lakes. Um, and you'd think that, well, you got water right there. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, we're down five, six, seven hundred feet. Sure. Like, but, yeah. okay, so does the same thing apply to rivers? I don't yeah. know. But we'll find out. Okay. So we're going to take a break, and we'll be back on the other side right after this. Lights. Yeah, yeah. I I, I knew there. Okay, the tie. Knew there was a tie in there somewhere. (laughs) Nine eighteen is the time. Uh, Do you sing like Journey? No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That was a very quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Okay. (laughs) But in the truck, you sing. You sound great in the truck, right? See, I do. I sound fabulous. (laughs) Yeah, you do. As soon as I'm out of the truck, shut up. Uh, <laughs> we have proof no, we of don't. what no, you we, don't. we do. We'll Devin Blanchard is in studio. I don't know if he can sing or not, but he knows lights. <laughs> He's the owner of DB Lights. Why Why would I know DB Lights? What, what is DB Lights? Um, so for the past, this year will be our fifth year. Um, for the past four seasons, I've decorated the Lebanon Mall and the Kilton Public Library. Wow. Um, in West Lebanon and Lebanon. Wow. Uh, and it's, How long does that take you to do? About a month. Yeah. Wow. Wow. You do, can't leave it up all year long. No. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> but wow. yeah, about a month. Uh, and last, not this past season, but the year before, um, we went synchronized. So now the show's synchronized to music, and wow. now it takes longer because I have to I was sit there say. and synchronize music pretty much during the summertime and then come. You know, October-ish is when I start setting up. And now, now we, it's just you, or do you have a crew? <laughs> sometimes it's me. <laughs> sometimes I have people who have. Wow. So. wow, wow, wow. And so how did this start? What what prompted you to start doing lights and, and decorating those areas? Yeah, so um, honestly, I don't really know. I just fell in love with lights when I was young. And then... Um, 
Okay. I just got yeah. 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 What, yeah. what are you, Younger, 15? Yeah. I mean, how, 19. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, you're still young, kid. Yeah. yeah. Old over here. <laughs> wow. But yep. you just, just, just got turned on the lights. I, yeah. Well, that's cool. You know, that's, my, that's all it takes. Yeah. Yep. And my uncle passed away in 2013. Um, so that kind of made me want to do a public display, which is why I transferred to do a public display with Lebanon. Nice. Um, so. Wow. Now, do you so, know how many lights you have or how many miles of cords or stuff? I would easily say about 50,000 lights wow. and mm. about two miles of cords. <laughs> oh, wow. my goodness. Wow, wow. Imagine. Now, all I can think of, obviously, on a personal level, when we go to do our own lights, you have that mass of tangled up lights and, yeah. and you have to sort through Imagine what the tangle looks like for fifty thousand <laughs> lights. Or, I mean, there's got to be I get, obviously I get a good system. Doing stuff, and yeah. I get all the extension cords, and I, the final two. Yes. And there are two females. I'm like, and you're like, how, how did, did this I happen? Do that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the organization of all your equipment to begin with must be quite a process. Oh yeah. Yep. I have to. Usually, um, it takes me a while to take down some of the stuff because of snow and stuff. Mm-hmm. So half of it, like all the cords get stuck. And yeah. I can't take a majority of them down. So usually I start with, you know, the lights and then I roll them up and put them in a bin. But it's bins after bins. and so. Wow. wow. Now you're opening a, a new store. A shop. A uh, shop. Yeah. Yeah. Sh- office place. Yeah. No kidding. Yep. Now is it you're going to be doing still doing the outdoor thing? Yep. But are you going to do more of these or what? Yeah, so um actually uh this year, actually this week actually, um I recently I had an idea of doing something on the mall uh that would be a permanent display. Okay. Um something that I can use year round and as well as Christmas. Smart. So we I reached out to the rec department who is my connection and they agreed and so now we have our permanent set up in the works um, nice on the mall. great advertising yeah say hey that's what i want you can look at it in june july <laughs> exactly. when it's 90 degrees going hey you know that'd be a good that'd be perfect yeah, yeah perfect. exactly wow and i'm sure yeah it boosts everybody's spirits and they get very excited yeah. when they see you out doing the the set up and again the takedown so when you're putting all the equipment away and you've got a you know <laughs> sort the lights and all that are you finding and again i just bring it back to a household level like when i do my lights every year there's like oh this strand doesn't work anymore i gotta replace yep. that i mean how often do you have to replace whatever it is that you're working on for your uh, holiday display have you been pretty lucky in this or do you all, get a phone call going hey part of the middle out. tree is gone <laughs> yeah, yeah. i do blinking. i do sometimes yeah. yeah yep um like this past two years that I've gone synchronized um, shows, the whole box that makes it happen uh, per se uh, doesn't like GFCIs a lot. Okay. So when I have them plugged into GFCIs, the show does not turn on if it's uh. raining. Oh. If it's snowing, okay. yeah. it's fine. But yeah. the sh- So like, and it, my display's kind of 50-50. Half of it's synchronized, the other half is just traditional. Wow. Lit up, so I'll have some lights on and then half of it off and people email me or send me messages or call and wow. they're like uh, uh, this is off and <laughs> now now when you say you synchronize i know uh fireworks people yeah have synchronized to music is yeah. that the same thing yeah. you're doing essentially wow. but with lights yep. yeah 
Wow. So you're da da da, and then woo, yep. lights come on. Yep. Woo. And if you're a half second late or half second early, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's got to be hard to do. Yeah. Wow. It wow. takes time. <laughs> so with your new shop ish thing, um, um, if, if we're saying, you know, I don't really want to do the lights uh, my place this year. Hey, let's call him. <laughs> Would you do it? Possibly. Okay. I have I have thought about that in okay. the past. I'm wondering if that's what yeah. you would morph into. Yeah, eventually. Why yeah. not go I with a pro? So. Right, you right, know? exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and as we were talking about the synchronization and all that's involved in that, is that something like, do you enjoy that creative part of things? Or what? what's the best part of the job for you? Besides Honestly, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, all of it, to be honest. Yeah. Um, synchronization, I do like. The only thing I don't like about that is... For say a three-minute song, it takes me forty hours to complete. So <laughs> I bet. I wow. bet. it's sitting there for long periods of time on the laptop. Sure, mm. forty so. hours for a three-minute song. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I can understand that. Yes, yes, we can. Woo, woo, woo. But you know, for the those who are just sitting there grooving on it. They don't care about the 40 hours. Yeah. That three minutes is dynamite. Wow, yeah. that's you are a god. I mean, that's great. <laughs> so as you've got this shop that's opening yep. and you, you've got the light displays you already do, I mean, where, which part of your business are you hoping to expand? Or what, what, are, what are your hopes for where things go from here? Um, Make it more of, you know, a brand per se. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know... If people need help come Christmas time I can do that as well yeah. as my own displays and continue to do um, my displays I'm doing now nice so. do you see more uh, public displays in your future yes yeah yeah <laughs> well I mean I'm that, not stopping anytime soon so well, but I mean that's that's the stuff that's gonna right. attract people's attention right the town yeah, so, yeah. the mall they're so, gonna see that know. going oh my god yeah. as opposed to he could have 10 homes mm -hmm. unless there's a little sign right you know that they're not gonna know it's, yeah yeah so mm -hmm. it's yeah. like oh my god who did that wow yeah. look at that that's yeah. great looks just yeah. like Christmas vacation yeah <laughs> but you need to you know I mean from his standpoint you got to get on it sure. call me in july right <laughs> you know right. um yeah. i mean it's it's like i tell people if you Plan want a snowmobile ahead. you want a wood stove you buy it in june or july right you don't buy it in november right right you know same thing yeah you know call him Devin. giving yeah. you a heads up now it's six months early yeah you know exactly. that would make sense yeah wow yeah i've actually uh been approached by hanover too this year um they want some help from me so i'm expanding a lot nice Devin Upper Valley Blanchard <laughs> <laughs> there you go there you go I like it we'll just call him UV yes <laughs> I like it <laughs> perfect wow well that's cool so where is uh, where is DB Lights going to be located uh, 20 West Park Street in Lebanon nice we're on the third floor it's kind of a small little office area kind of deal but I'm going to be spending a majority of my time there and I I have had uh, some t-shirts and stickers from this past year's opening night um, that I'm trying to get rid of, so I'll be there, you know, trying to, like, if people want to come up and buy something. Oh, that's cool. I can be there. Now, when's, when's the, uh, the the ribbon cutting? This Thursday at 4 p.m. 4 p.m.? Yep. Okay. Is there a phone number or Facebook page or something? Yeah, facebook.com uh, slash Christmas Light Shows is our Facebook. 
Christmas light shows? There you go. Dot com? Uh, no, that's oh. Facebook. Oh, okay. Christmas light slash. shows? Facebook, yep. Yep. Cool. A phone number? 802 265 1723. 802 265 1723. Yep. Okay, cool. Well, an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. Yep. yep. But it's one of those things you don't think about. Right. But you drive, what do you do? You're bored around the holidays, you drive around, you look at Christmas holidays. Right, exactly. You know? Yep, and it does. It brings that holiday cheer. And you see the Griswolds display somewhere, and you're going, how did they do that? (laughs) DB Lights. Yeah, now you have a name. That's how you can do it. Exactly. Well, that's that's very cool. And so you're going to do Leb again, and maybe Hanover, and maybe boom, boom, boom. Yep. So will there be room to do, like, my house and a few people's houses? Yeah, so um, eventually, like, probably this year, you know, if if the interest is there, I'm going to start forming a crew, um, per se, who, you know, make it more of like a job and, you know, send people out, you know, to this house or, you know, kind of deal. Can you see it? He could be my boss. (laughs) I could be working for him. No, because I don't want to see you on a ladder. Yeah, no, no. Again, I see Chevy Chase. Uh, Ribbon cutting this Thursday, 4 o'clock, 20 West Park Street, West Lib. And got t-shirts. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, fine. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, uh, got t-shirts and stuff. Yep. And and get an idea. And, yeah. You know, bounce some ideas off and say, hey, well, could, could I do this or what about? What do you think? And, you know, he'll probably get some ideas because he's the guy that does the displays that you drive around and look at. There you go. Yep. So why not get it from the pros? Yeah. Well, this is cool, Devin. Thank you. This is really this is really neat. I hope it just keeps getting bigger, and oh, that yeah. people keep seeing these displays. A little creative goes, oh, I can. You know, it would look really nice. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be kind of cool. And if you get a neighborhood, mm-hmm. four or five houses together, sure. Then all of a sudden, he's a got whole, a big a theme, yeah, to, to work with. Yeah, yeah. that'd be yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. Well, I wish you best of luck Thank on you. your uh, ribbon cutting. And sounds like you're on the right track, man. Yeah. And and uh, I'm sure your late uncle would be very proud yeah. of you. Yeah. Very proud of you. Nice job. Thank well, you. Thanks for coming by. Thank you. All right, man. We got to take a quick break. We'll be back with more right after this. I, I like the name. Yep, Johnny Kidd and the Pirates. Yeah. Yep. And actually, the Guess Who did that song in 1966. Okay. But they weren't the Guess Who. They were called Chad Allen and the Expressions. And, yeah, you can look up Never Chad Allen and Expressions, Shaking All Over. They yeah. did that song. Interesting. Um, and then it went nowhere. Okay. And then they went, Guess Who? <laughs> that went somewhere. And suddenly, yeah. Hey, speaking of Guess Who, it's Monday. It is. Dan Grace, Capital Well Clean Water Center, <laughs> back, back with us. All right, so the question I have, I was, I was driving uh, driving around the other day and um, saw one of your signs next to a house next to the Kentucky. And I'm like, and, and I'm talking 30 yards 
from the river. Yeah, it's got to be a no-brainer. Water's right there, right? Uh, yeah, see, that, that's what <laughs> I was knew afraid there of. Was a catch. Yeah. yeah. Well, as long as it wasn't the one that is heading to Morse's Sporting Goods, because that was a whole different anomaly we had to contend with. But yeah, yeah that's, no, that's um, the one. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> We got into a situation on that one. Oh, okay. Maybe we can talk about it because it was like unprecedented. Really? Unprecedented Tell us disaster. Yeah. Disaster, really. And well, actually, I'm, the river had something from, to do with from, that one. From but our in studio general, to, to Newport Road. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just like the river's right there. <laughs> it's got to be water. Well, listen, yeah. We get it all the time, especially on the lake sites. And, you know, I, I get a chuckle out of it because we get the, um, the online web in- inquiries. It's such a popular method of getting in touch with somebody. Sure. Obviously, you go to the website, mm-hmm. request a quote. It and it's the best. We love it. It name, address, you don't have to deal with anybody. It gets addressed, it gets sent to the right person. The right person is in touch with you within typically 24 hours at most. And that's over the weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so then we can get the right person involved to take a look at what your project is. And you know, we get it all the time. It's uh, hey, I got a bar- I just bought a property on Lake Sonope. I'm out in the middle of let's say Fernwood Point, a point in the middle of the, the, the lake, you okay. know. And and um, so should we we shouldn't have to go too far for water, you know, give me an estimate on a shallow well. Uh, the wells on Fernwood Point in general go with 900 to 1,000 feet deep, and you're surrounded by water. And obviously, yeah. it's, it's a totally different aquifer. So above ground, below ground, there's three three really primary ones. Surface water, which your dug well will capture, right. the little right. three-foot tiles or stone wells you see yep. in people's yards. And then you've got a gravel aquifer that's down below that if you have gravel. So ge- geologically, it, it's going to make a difference of what you can apply or what aquifers you have near you because sometimes it's just – six inches of dirt and then you're in solid ledge and then you've got your bedrock aquifer mm-hmm. which which we're capturing typically in our drilled bedrock wells we seal off the top portion with casing drill through the rock right, right so next to the river is a whole different animal and and typically you can get into gravel aquifers really quickly that river exceeds the banks you don't see it but that groundwater's moving underneath there there's gravel there and uh, a lot of the the town wells municipal wells warners for, yeah, for right, in general right lane there's some big big uh, dlmr some big contractors that have big 12 inch auger bits that can auger out or uh, open those up to put in a big commercial well we don't deal with that too often but occasionally we'll set a gravel pack well those are 12 inch how big are yours six oh okay six and five eight so uh, we run an eight inch bit to set the casing and then a six inch diameter hole through bedrock we don't want to be displacing much of that rock we just need enough to get the pump in there you know and hopefully we hit a fracture and you know go go from there but um that one there in 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 Hanneker was a problem. We we the overburden was clay. So typically, when you've got a gravel aquifer, you've got sand, then you've got gravel, mm-hmm. then below that would be bedrock, and you can set a screen in that gravel, and you get a gravel pack well that's typically bacteria free, a high producing well. It's it's beautiful when you can do so that. Where the clay sure. come from? Yeah. I don't know. Uh-huh. And that clay is sitting on top, which is meaning yeah. it's impermeable and it's creating pressure on that gravel aquifer. So when the guys got there, they were a hundred feet down. It went to, they hadn't hit bedrock yet. So there's 100 feet of dirt, clay. Yep. It was sustainable material up top. And then hit a, a gravel aquifer that quickly destroyed the pits that we had dug. The water came flowing out of the hole so fast, we had to get the rig out of there. And wow. 500 gallons a minute came out of the earth. Whoa. Mushrooming out of the earth, <laughs> taking rocks with it the size of baseballs, and an eight-inch column—literally an eight-inch column of water sticking out of, the, coming out of the ground. You know, we don't at know. At that point, so at like, that point, it's blown yeah. out. It's flooded the the, the 
yard. It's gone across the street into the neighbor's yard. We've got sedimentation pumping out of the earth right there. And it's, we just created, it was like punching a hole in a plastic bag that you're squeezing and it just wouldn't quit. So wow. we had to get in contact with the state of New Hampshire. Cause as you said, we're right on the river. Yeah, yeah. And what are you going to do? How do you contain 500 gallons per minute? That doesn't stop. It just keeps coming. And uh, so we had to quickly react and get a machine in there and start um, corralling this water so mm. that sedimentation didn't wash out the bank and get into the river. And, you know, the state was all contacted with, I think, three people within minutes. I had messages into one of them got back to me, was in a meeting. He said, you're good. Do what you can to reduce sedimentation or erosion of the bank. Did you the river. set up booms or something? We just stone. We brought stone okay. in, okay. Dug, dug corrals so that it would slow the water down instead of going straight into the river and yep. taking the bank with it. We yep. could we could we could parallel it and slow it down. Okay. And and so w w we didn't know what to do. I mean, it was like, what do we do now? We've got this geyser coming out of the right. well ground. We've never seen this before. And, uh, you know, it's just one of those obstacles that can get thrown at you when you're messing with Mother Nature. You know, it's we, th we think we've seen it all. And then this Did happens. Did it finally subside? Barely. To, really? To about 100, 150 gallons a minute. We got a two-inch open port now. So we gave it time. We corralled it. We managed it. And it sat for weeks and weeks, trying to try, hoping it would go away. Yeah. And we tried to go inside and plug that hole off. And we couldn't. We couldn't. It was um, collapsed. And there was boulders in the way wow. and that fell in. And put water still coming in around it. So... Adam and uh, my partner, Adam Dragon, and um, one of my other, a couple employees, we invested a lot of time, machines, encased that water with a, a well tile, like a three foot, like mm -hmm. you'd see in a dug well. Yep. And there's a piece of pipe sticking out of the ground. We got a two inch hole in and it's going into an overflow pipe. And then we buried that pipe and ran it all the way to the edge of the river and then rip wrap from there down to the bank. And that's the only thing we can do. We can't stop it. And it's about 100, 150 gallons a minute. So, we know, you know now, yeah. where there is a nice 50-degree oxygenated Spring. induction yeah, yeah, yeah. to the Kentucky River. Where are the fish hanging, baby? <laughs> but, you know, what's, what fascinates me is as you're describing this, because I can picture this geyser happening, mm -hmm. right? All the things that you guys had to do and to get into place and to reach out to this agency Ugh. and try to contain well, it. After that their first reaction, time. what the hell is that? Well, Homeowner's like, great, got water. While you're doing all that, it's still shooting yeah. in Never the air. 24-7. So you're, you're just going, like, what do we, I mean, everything that you're doing takes hours. So the whole time that's happening, you've so got where's water that, where's going that water everywhere. coming from? 1,440 minutes in each day. <laughs> Picture 500 times 1440. I can't do that in my head, but Where, you where's, get the, an idea. where's the water coming oh from? Oh my goodness. Uh, it's not the river. No, it's below it. Yeah. It's coming from the, below it. It's the river is extending its banks through that gravel, but that, oh, and that because of the clay, mm. it's creating a, a compounding pressure. You know, it's getting squeezed. It's mm. squeezing the, so as soon as we punched a hole in it, and it's just not common because typically you have that impermeable, or you have a permeable layer right. above the gravel, allowing the pressure to be reduced. So you don't have that overflowing situation. So it's, it's, yeah, it's, it was nuts. Wow. Uh, and we didn't really know what to do. Um, no, no one knew what to do. You know, the drillers called me, and I'm like, I, 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 <laughs> I guess you know figure, now. Let's figure yeah. it out. So right. we spent a lot of time. And now the challenge with this is the water is still discolored. It's it's moving so fast and through the overburden. It's taking sediment with it. So the water is still almost like a cloudy, silty look. The, the customer still needs a well. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, right. How are we going to yeah, contend with this again? Problem. Yeah. So that, that was my follow up question. Just hit it again. So has he got a well? No. Oh, okay. Well, it has an existing well that needs to be replaced. Okay. So now we're looking into seeing if this thing, you know, we're just going to continue to let it run. We have it contained mm. in a good manner and we could, we could, uh, we could capture it and get it to the house if 
if necessary, if it clears up, but we're just going to let it run for a bit and see if it flushes out. Because if it shows improvement day by day, you know, and it has week by week, then potentially there's an end game to this yeah. and it could clear up. And we've got all the water in the world to deal with. Right. Like more, right. We could run the town of, town of Henniker off of that sucker. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it was wow. really unprecedented in an interesting circumstance that we, we run into. And we ate, you know, a lot of this. This wasn't on the homeowner. Right. You know, it's kind of, right. it's not our fault. Right, right, There's right. 100% unpreventable. Right. Um, aside from not drilling a well. And so who so could, you, could you hydrofrack his existing well? I can't remember what the scenario was with his existing well. If he even has a drill oh, okay, well, it might okay. be a dug well, surface okay. well, relying on already like surface river water and gotcha. was like, hey, we're going to invest in a bedrock well here so we have a safer, cleaner water source. And it's, it, it, I, I, it could be one of those deals that are uh, not achievable. Could, it, could know, a water filtration system clean up that stuff? Yes. It, it's challenging dealing with sedimentation because you've got a byproduct that that's you have to get rid of. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. yeah, it's and it's tricky because how much water you run through a system that's going to capture that and plug up. So it's a backwashing unit that takes out really fine material. It's called ultra UF and ultra filtration. We've got some other options and we've got some uh, turbidity turbine um, type of filters made by Lacos, uh, so we can contend with sediment. It just it depends on how coarse it is. If it's in suspension, it's much tougher to get rid of, obviously, because wow. the heavier stuff can be spun out and spit out. And the finer it is, the the more tight particulate you need to filter it through. And that means it's going to capture more, which means it's going to get plugged quicker, which means you need to backwash it. And where do you backwash it? You don't want to dump sediment in your septic system. And I'm going to keep so, going through water filtration units. Well, it's, it could definitely cause yeah. some chaos, especially with a pump that's pumping it. You know, that abrasive pump, uh, abrasive material of the water is going to eat up a pump that's past pushing it through it. So we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. I mean, we'll get to it. We'll f I haven't run into one yet. We haven't been able to figure out. We've been throwing some wow. major curveballs. This one really got this your attention. This one was, one. Yeah. Wow. This one was uh, had everybody kind of going. And, and there was a good spell there where it was managed, but nobody talked about it. And then uh, like a week goes by or two weeks goes by, and we're like, Anyone deal with that yet? <laughs> Everyone's kind of passing the buck. Like, well, I'm, I'm picturing 500 gallons yeah. coming out with 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 uh, baseball-sized rocks carrying out that size rock. Yeah. I mean, for the then, emission then when hitting it first people started. on that. I mean, you know. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it was, it was hard nuts. hats for sure. It was, wow. a, it was a geyser, and then that, you know, even after and the fact you've never seen this before. No. Well, all all the jobs all around the state. Nothing like that. Nothing like oh, that. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Yep. So that that little valley there along the yeah, river, yeah. you know, you get those hills on either side, which yeah. has a tendency of bringing the water table up to create pressure in the valley. Yeah. Um, but it's just a it perfect storm. It comes down off of, uh, Bear Hill. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Pretty steep up there on that yeah, side, and you got the other side too. Yeah. Um. So. Don't let the cat out of the bag where that secret fishing hole is, because those brookies are going to love that spot. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. That nice <laughs> We're going to take water. a break. <laughs> Dan and I are going to talk. We'll yeah. be back right after this. down in mississippi up to no good <laughs> what year was that one? Oh gosh uh, that was uh early 2000s oh really yeah yeah that was sugar land 
Oh, oh yeah, Sugarland, yeah, of course. Yeah. I was born during that song, so that's neat. <laughs> okay, we know. I'm, I'm quickly doing to no it. Good. Wait, yeah. Actually, yeah. true. Um. Wow, Dan Gray's Capital Well Clean Water Center. Okay, so except for that little anomaly, mm. um, <laughs> other than that, things starting the ground starting to dry up. Can you get the big rigs in yet? Yeah, it's been a challenge this year. Anybody yeah. that drives a heavy, overweight truck knows that the postings, the road postings, were tough. They weren't given a whole lot of leeway, and understandably so. Yeah. You know, they won't. They don't want to salvage these roads and not damage them any more than they are. And the frost let go pretty different this year. I don't know. I don't know what caused it. If it was rapidly or did the rain mixed in, but man, did some of these roads let go? Yeah. There's two, three foot ruts on some of them, impassable. Even if they weren't posted before the postings got up, we just had to make the judgment call to stay out of there. So we've been good managing um, communication with all the road agents before we roll and making sure we're not crossing anybody there. And sometimes it's a it's a factor you drill a well you finish at noontime and you pack it up you know clean yeah. it up get back to the shop and um you know get it out of there the next morning when the fro the temperature dips again and they let us roll usually it's like before eight or before nine you got to get out of there and if you don't finish before then then you lose a half a day but at least we're still constructing work and getting wells done and we we made a dent we've got all three i shouldn't say it too loud because ugh, yeah it's been a, you know but things are all moving in the right direction and we're really punching out some some work but we're still collectively sitting on over 100 and i want to say 162 wells on the mm. list which is just nuts i mean i'm used to coming out of the winter with maybe 20 25 mm. starting to gear up you know maybe having one to get to but 160 i want to say it's 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 an impressive list of work to get done. And we've lost 25 that we couldn't get to, whether it was road bands oh. that kept us from getting to them. And the customers finally just said, you know what? My dug well filled up. I don't need this drilled well anymore. Or yeah. or they just got sick of waiting and found somebody else that could get there and do it. You know, we did our best. Um, that's all we can, we can say is that we have many sleepless nights trying to get this work done and doing the best job we can to get it done. But... Sometimes it doesn't add up, and it's confusing for some people to understand how our schedule works and mm -hmm. see see how it goes. And we're trying to make the best judgment call to stay profitable as well in these times because obviously the cost of goods are double what they used to be, and right. the price of fuel hit us so quick. Um, we don't have time to adjust that quick. You know, when we're drilling wells that we signed five months ago, that's what bit us last year with the steel prices and the cost of all the goods. We essentially ate a lot of money you know to break even just to honor the old contracts that we had and we adjust our pricing real time i mean the second we take a price we have a multiplier we make the adjustment in our in our new software system so we have real time the businesses run really smart but when you sign a contract get a deposit on that work six months prior you, you gotta honor it you know right. in our opinion yeah. and we did and we we could have walked away from a lot of work and lost less money but we got to people what they needed and and uh you're still getting you get people um fleeing Connecticut, New York, all the uh, coming to their summer home. It's it's impressive. I mean, yeah. look at the real estate market right now. There's no houses on it because nobody can go anywhere because you know, you're going to be buying something at an inflated price. Right. But yep. yeah, most of the transactions that are occurring right now are out of state or still coming in. Um you know, which we welcome the nice ones. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I like that caveat. Yeah. So as you're talking about the 160 whatever wells mm -hmm. that are kind of right now. So when we talk again in September, 
Are we narrowing that gap? Do you Mm-mm. think? Or is there no? It's just going to kind of continue. It, it's not going to be something you can squish out in the summer. Assuming so. I mean, we're in a really interesting spot. Obviously, I'm not an economist, but I listen to a lot of radio. So mm-hmm. there you go. <laughs> there's that. I like that. I like to stay um, well informed. You know, when you guys aren't on, I'm off to other things. You know, but uh, hearing hearing what the economists are predicting it's not this isn't gonna this is not sustainable let's right. say that yeah, you know, know. something sure. is going to adjust and that adjustment could be hard um but also who knows this is all created like we had the whole covid situation for two years that cr- created this weird recovery and i don't know what's real and what's not anymore you know right. you've got the, the the stock market doing funny things you got a war going on that we never thought we'd ever see another war like that bloody hands and and you know uh, that's changing and affecting what we're doing and seeing so we're kind of just holding tight we're just going to keep chugging along and doing the work we need to do and and hope for the best plan for the worst (laughs) well sad but true um so um if you people want to get on the list just call yeah now's the time definitely and we can still get to people i mean that list of 160 isn't all ready right now today you're not going on the back of that list it's okay we we place it based off of typically when we're in the area so we can kind of round everything up our drill rigs get three miles per gallon so that is a factor (laughs) when we talk about our schedule and getting things figured out um but we also you know look at the the timeline what time is it still pretty split between north of the notch and south of the notch it's heavier north is it really? Yeah, we got so much work up north uh, right now. It's, wow. it's crazy. Well, which, I mean, you're pretty self-sufficient up there, but you still need crews and rigs oh, yeah. to go up north. Yeah, yeah, they're borrowing guys from down here to go up there yeah. to, to help in the workload so that we can wrap it up. I mean, we're talking about making sure we get everything done before next winter up there because <laughs> wow. that hits pretty quick. You know, we get till about November, October before uh, things start freezing well, up. The frost line still got to be up there. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. The north sides of those hills is yeah. still still yeah. in there. Because it'll June. Because uh, <laughs> uh, ice out. Ice out was what last Friday, last Thursday, uh, last Thursday on Here? Sunapee. Yep. And Friday on the Big Lake, I think. Oh no, kidding. Yeah. Uh, so up uh, First Lake Francis. A little bit. It's going to be a while longer up there. So wow, wow, boy, you, you do you have people? Are you still looking? We're still looking. We're really interested in getting some more people added to the team. And we got a strong team right now. I'm super impressed with everybody we have. You know, we've got smarter people and better people than uh, myself, anyway, <laughs> employed <laughs> to make us look good. Uh, so that allows me a little bit more freedom to talk on the radio with you guys. Okay, I'll tell you what. I'll cut you a deal. Uh-oh. You- <laughs> be, be afraid right now. No, 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 okay. no, no, no. Yeah. Uh, you get me a uh, water filtration system. Yep. I'll give you a her. Perfect. To work, work. I, I could learn a career right? change. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. I don't want to go out like if it's cold yeah. outside or no. If we already it's made the deal. You work for your boss. Mess up my hair. Have the water filtration <laughs> system in this afternoon. Yeah. And not before eight o'clock. We're excited to have you on the team. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, See what I eight. have to deal with. <laughs> I'm Tag you're in. Yeah. I need to get out early on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. 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 Oh boy, it wouldn't be any different what we're doing now. I mean, I'm looking for a new co-host. Hey, wait a minute. I feel, like, I feel like we could work a swap out. <laughs> I like it. I like this radio thing. It's a three-way a swap. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Great. Oh, You'll be working at Capital Well. You and I will be having coffee. Perfect. Who's next on the show? <laughs> that is not the way I to build it. your business. Dan, <laughs> You're Dan, not going to hear that. Dan Grace, Capital Well Clean Water Center. Um, someday I'm expecting you to come in here and say, God, I'm bored. I got nothing. 
I, I don't think it's going to happen for a while, but um, yeah, I just keep rambling. You send me in the right dire- any we, direction. But we always learn something. Good stories, yeah, we always learn something. We always learn something, so it's all cool. Uh, best to everybody at Capital Well. Yeah, Capital Well, cleanwatercenter.com. Yeah, CapitalWell.com. Capital yeah. yeah, you can find us. Phone number? 603-774-6155. There you go. All right. So We're out of here. Have yourself a great day. Enjoy the sun. I'm going to